So many people reach out to me saying, what should I do? I'm tossing up doing this versus this and I need someone outside of my wheelhouse to chime in. I'm going to run through some common scenarios with you that I see day to day. Let's get into it. I'm John Pigeon, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. So a common one that I get constantly is interest only versus principal and interest. Which one do I choose? Really depends on your portfolio, whether you've got your principal place of residence or not. If you have got your principal place of residence, you need to be focusing in on paying that down, principal and interest, and, and putting chunks of money into offset accounts, etc. If you haven't got that, then there is an argument to be paying principal and interest on your uh, investment properties. However, you may be saving for your future principal place. So factor that in, you may want to keep that cash aside for that in future. If you're getting close to retirement, it may be just a case of paying down all debts. Fixed versus variable. So we get a fixed loan or we could have a variable loan. Fixed gives you certainty. So you might sleep at night better if you've got some certainty around knowing what your repayments are each month and that's fine. You may just choose that because that's the emotional benefit for you. However, variable over time gives you a lot more flexibility to choose one lender or another, to refinance to another lender at any stage, right? Fixed locks you into a certain period and there's only a certain amount of money usually that you can pay down off that loan through that fixed period. So it gives you less flexibility. Property manager versus own management. Pretty bullish on that one. We need to have a property manager in our corner that runs our business for us and that business being that investment property. Own management can be clunky, it can be time consuming and you're closer to the source whereas a property manager is the conduit between you and the tenant. So I would choose property manager every day of the week. House further out versus unit closer to town. This one is an extremely common one. House further out gives you more land component but is in what would argue to be an inferior location. Whereas the unit closer to town, better suburb, but smaller land space if at all, right? So generally houses perform better over time because of that land component. So in most cases, we would would choose that house further out, even though it is in an inferior suburb. Taking into account uh, how many units are in a particular complex is also extremely important there. Joint venture versus personal purchase. And for me, when I first started my uh, investment journey, joint ventures were an extremely important part of it because it allowed me to get into my next purchase sooner. So I quite like the idea of a joint venture where we go halves in the deposit or it allows us to borrow more because the second party has a higher income, right? So there's a place for a joint venture, but understand that in an ideal world, we're going with a personal purchase because we own that 100% as opposed to that 50-50 arrangement. Cheaper property for yield versus expensive property for growth. So we're talking cash flow versus capital growth. I'm going to do another episode on that exclusively, cash flow versus capital growth. Generally speaking, to create real wealth, capital growth is what sets us free. Cash flow pays the bills, but it depends on your situation. If you're on a lower income, you might appreciate cash flow more. Shares versus property. Bias one here. Generally, property for me has been uh, my wealth creation tool or my main one, but I also appreciate the fact that we need diversification in our assets, which means shares, property, superannuation. So have an allocation of shares in your portfolio, may outsource that, but understand that 
whatever it is is your main wealth creation tool you need to be passionate about. You need to understand it. You want to involve yourself in it so that gives you the confidence to be able to learn and grow. And generally, when we're doing that, we get a better outcome. I'm going to come back to you to round things off and give you three more scenarios that I think are extremely important. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So established versus building. Now, the world is divided on this. Established means we can rent it out straight away. Depending on the age, there may be improvements that can be done to it. Whereas building new, there's some time components to before it's actually built to be able to rent out, as well as the fact that when it's new, it's appealing to the tenant and we have high depreciation benefits, right? Now, again, I'm going to do a separate episode on this, but I've done both over the journey and had outstanding results on both. But be very careful when we are building because there are some tips and tricks that we need to take into account when doing that. But generally speaking, established is more common out there today, but there is a building shortage around the country. So understand that as well. There may be some opportunity. Mortgage broker versus bank. Years ago, it was just sit down with a bank manager, probably no longer today, mortgage broker for me every day of the week, outsource it. They're the specialists. They can knock down doors on 25, 30 lenders and give the best outcome for you. The last one is Airbnb versus long-term rental. For me, I like the consistency of long-term rental. It gives me a guaranteed amount for that six-month or 12-month period. Airbnb uh, comes with its high cash flow amounts for periods of the year. Understand that for me, if you're buying a property in an area where you want to Airbnb, just make sure that you can also put it into a long-term rental if need be. So you're not feeling as though you can't get that short-term cash flow when there's nothing else out there available. So in summary, there's no one size fits all. We've got to apply each of those scenarios to our situation and understand what's going to be best for us, not only now, but for the long term. If you're stuck with any of these personally and need to thrash this out further, feel free to book in a clarity call with me. Link is below. I'm John Pigeon, and you've been listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.